This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, I keep suggesting that we'll get around to a moral bankruptcy, but uh, I want to talk about bankruptcy and delinquency, first of all, as it pertains to Canadians across this country. You know, people finding it harder to perhaps uh, stay afloat, and insolvency has become an issue. We talked about it recently, uh, where consumer delinquencies have... uh, turned higher in the last quarter of 2018. Seems now that uh, mortgage delinquency rates are rising as well, and even non-mortgage rates are up slightly. Uh, To give us here a snapshot of what's happening across the country, and especially in Ontario, Bill Johnson is the Vice President of Data and Analytics at Equifax Canada. Bill, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Good to talk to you, John. All right. uh, So this snapshot, uh, I know we talked recently about uh, consumer debt, I guess that's a tenant to every man, woman, and child in Ontario. Uh, it's increased rather substantially, and uh, bankruptcies are uh, up as well. What are we uh, learning from this recent study that you've just posted? So what we've been seeing is the, econ- the, the credit market held up pretty well for a long time, and now we're starting to see some strains. And so delinquency has been going down, even though debt was going up so sharply. But we're starting to see it come up a little bit in bankruptcies in particular in the last half of, the, of 2018 really sort of spiked higher. A little bit surprising because delinquency hadn't even started yet. So we're starting to see those signs of strain on people. All right. Just for the uninitiated, uh, give us the definition of delinquency. So delinquency is the amount of debt that people aren't able to pay back. So you missed three payments you know, on your credit card. That would be considered delinquent. So you're really having trouble making your payments. All right. Uh, and so... We're seeing this on the increase, you're saying. How significant is it? So far, it's not very significant. It's fairly small, but it is the end of a trend. And so we did see a very strong improvement and and almost, you know, people getting comfortable with the fact that delinquency was going down and down. And we're coming off very low levels. That's the really good news. But the idea that they're going to continue to improve is sort of coming to an end. And now we're going to start to see them gradually go up and probably gain a little pace as we go along. But, you know, the good news is we're at the low level. The bad news is we're starting to go on the opposite direction. Yeah, you say rising delinquency is likely to become the norm in 2019. What does that mean? It is, and so there's a couple of different factors. But now that we're starting to see more strain, and now you've had, you know, five different interest rate increases by the the Bank of Canada, people are just starting to accumulate more and more stress and more and more strain. And so they're starting to miss more payments. And then you know, if we're not growing credit the way we were before as well, it's hard for people to sort of offset those delinquencies and sort of use other means. So we're starting to see things like the ability to pay credit cards in full isn't as common as it was, you know, in sort of mid-July 2017, where we saw the first rate increase. People are having trouble paying off their credit cards in full. That starts to have a cascading effect. So over time, that will sort of grow and grow and grow, and we'll start to see delinquency going up a little bit faster. What's interesting is you break it down by demographic, and uh, I would have maybe thought that it were uh, the younger uh, demographics that were delinquent in paying back on credit cards and things like that. The real spike, though, percentage-wise, is 65-plus. It is, and that's really been the new, the new norm, is that we've seen seniors the most stressed. Part of what we're seeing with that is a lot of them are carrying large home equity lines of credit, and those have variable rate mortgages. So every time the interest rate goes up, their monthly payment on that home equity line goes up too. So they're sort of the first line that's feeling that strain of higher interest rates. And they're already, while their debts are much lower than normal, coming off a of fixed income, it's much harder for them to adjust as these, as these monthly payments start to go up. 
I'm just wondering, because we know that the stress tests that were introduced by, I guess it was the uh, superintendent of financial institutions that determined that uh, we had to, if you're going to qualify for a mortgage, you've got to be able to make the payment on the posted rate or whatever you negotiate plus 2%. Is it too easy to get credit in this country and maybe we ought to have somebody deciding that, uh, you know, save you from yourself, so to speak? I don't think it's been too easy. And if you look at the way we're performing, like I said, the rates are going up, but off very, very, very low rates. So I think the decisions have been very strong. It's now how do you start to make sure as the environment changes that people are adjusting their expectations and sort of behaving the way you need them to behave. And that's really where they need some help and support. All right. Uh, When you say that, uh, you know, we've got increased consumer debt, what is that now per person in this country? Uh, I, I think it was around 23 grand, wasn't it? It's a little over 23000 yes, for um, for non-mortgage debt. So we are sort of getting higher up there. Um, Ontario is a little bit higher, but not by much. It's around 23900 so almost 24000 But it continues to grow at about 3% a year. So we, we would expect to see that starting to slow down um, and starting people to sort of taking account of what their what their balance sheet looks like and just holding back a little bit more. Yeah, bankruptcies up 15% in the last half of 2018. Uh, we did address that. Now, is this the new norm as well? And How many bankruptcies actually uh, do we see either A, on a monthly basis or annually across the country? So it does look like it's become the new norm. And when we saw it in sort of the third quarter, we thought, okay, well, this is, this is probably a bit of an anomaly. And, and what we had seen was, what you know, what are called consumer proposals, where you're dealing with your unsecured debt and saying to your credit card company, "I'll pay you know 80 cents on the dollar." So we saw consumer proposals rising, and now we're actually seeing insolvencies and actual bankruptcies in Q3 and Q4 really go up. So it does look like it's become the new norm for both proposals and bankruptcies. Um, and so we expect that to go, you know, a little bit more. On average, what we saw in the fourth quarter was a little over 30,000 nationally uh, bankruptcies, both proposals and bankruptcies. That's annually or on the quarterly basis? That was just on the quarter. On the quarter. Mm, boy, uh, that doesn't augur well. But listen, especially when we're told the economy is doing quite well, except now it's flatlined. We lear- learned on Friday it's at uh, an annualized rate of 0.4% growth. That doesn't augur well. Uh, insofar as credit ratings, personal credit ratings, I mean, obviously being delinquent impacts that. Uh, at what point do you really have a stinker of a credit rating and how can you remediate that? It is really when you start to use when you start to miss payments. So if you sort of miss two payments on your credit card or on your car loan, is where you start to really see your your credit score go down. Or if you're overusing your credit. So if you're using you know if you're at your credit limit on your credit card and your line of credit, those are the things that start to pull your score down. So we've been pretty stable from a scoring perspective. Most people have been able to hold on. As these delinquencies go and bankruptcy go, that's when you'll start to see the scores potentially going down. So it's really. You know, making sure you can make those payments and try not to run the credit up as high as it can go. Right. But if you're already underwater, I mean, is there any way to remediate that, the score? No, it's just trying to get to what you can control. So things like how much credit you've got out there. So like a credit card usage is a big one for us. You know, so instead of you have a $5,000 limit, try not to have 4900 If you can start paying that down over time is really the kind of things you can do within your control. Yeah, turning the ship around, as it were. All right. Well, great to talk and uh, get a snapshot of where we stand vis-a-vis delinquencies and uh, debt, consumer debt, uh, mortgage delinquencies, all the rest of it. It's all part of the same bailiwick, Bill. I appreciate you explaining it to us. Great. Thanks, John. You got it. Bill Johnson, Vice President of Data and Analytics at Equifax Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. 
be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 